Hello, hello. This is Series 17 of Satisfied. The Series 17 podcasts cover the Lifestyle Disciple Making blog series on my website. The same information and more can be found in my book, Leap into Lifestyle Disciple Making, available on melanienewton.com as well as most online bookstores. In this series, we are learning how to follow Christ as His disciple and live for Him as disciple makers. I am Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In episode four, we encouraged you to shape your faith story and practice telling it so it is easy to share. This is episode five. In today's podcast, we will look at preparing conversation starters and transitions where you can interject parts of your faith story and share the gospel facts when the Spirit gives you the opportunity. Do you remember who told you about Jesus so that you could know him? Was it a parent, a Sunday school teacher, a friend? Whoever it was, they shared the good news with you. You received it and had your life changed because of knowing him. It is your turn to be that bearer of good news to someone else who needs to know Jesus or needs to know him better. It is important for you and me to not only be confident in our own understanding of the gospel, but also to be clearly communicating the gospel truth to everyone in our sphere of influence. You may get only one week influencing a teen at youth camp, but your mentoring might be the catalyst for that person to stay strong in his or her walk with Christ for years to come. Our role in disciple-making is not to try to fix their problems, but to point them to Jesus who gives new life and the strength to face anything this world throws at us. It is all about a relationship with Him. In the last podcast, I said that you have two powerful resources to help you fulfill your purpose as you partner with the Holy Spirit in telling others about Christ. Both are mentioned in what the Spirit inspired John to write in Revelation chapter 12. They, the believers, overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Your two resources are the blood of the Lamb, that is the gospel message, and the word of your testimony, that is your faith story. People can reject the facts of the gospel but it is hard to argue with someone about their experience of the gospel. So sharing the facts of the gospel and your own faith story are ways to put your faith into words. Sadly, many Christians are not comfortable sharing either. And I think it's because we do not prepare to do so through training, practice, and encouragement. I hope you have taken the time to shape your faith story as I recommended in the previous podcast. Today we will look at preparing conversation starters and transitions where you can interject parts of your faith story. We will also cover how important it is for you to know the gospel facts so you can share them easily when the Spirit gives you the opportunity. First, let us look at using some conversation starters. Paul wrote to the Colossians in chapter 4, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. 
Basically, he said to create some salty conversation. That means you should be ready with some conversation starters when you encounter someone outside of your Christian circle. Maybe the right words to share your faith in a conversation come naturally to you. Praise God for that verbal gift. Yet for most of us, including me, those words just do not come easily. I have to prepare ahead of time. What are some good conversation starters to stimulate meaningful talk that might reveal a woman's heart and give you a chance to invite it somewhere? Usually these are general questions that you can ask anyone, your hairdresser, coworker, neighbor, or restaurant server. Think about what someone used the first time they connected with you about Jesus. Here are a few examples that other people have shared with me. What were you taught about God while growing up? What do you do when you feel defeated? What are some of your joys in this season of life? What challenges and struggles are you facing? If you could tell a favorite part of your story, what would it be? Will you please tell me about your tattoo? You can probably think of several more. It just takes one or two to connect with someone and get them sharing with you. Once a conversation gets started, you will need to have some prepared transitions from common topics of casual conversation that could lead into meaningful conversation about your faith. What are some transitions that could lead into sharing your story? Consider how you might identify with that person and what God has done in your life to make the difference. Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. That was his practice. It can be ours as well. Let's think about some common topics. Okay, here's one. Corruption, evil, and sin in the world. Though I'm not guilty of that particular sin, I am just as guilty of, and I could finish that off with something that relates to my story. What about community? You could say, I believe we are created by God to live in real community, first of all with Him, and I have experienced this, and then you finish that yourself. Take family. That pops up in the conversation. You could say, I'm so glad that God cares even more about my family than I do. What would I do without Him helping me to, and you finish it. What about when something good happens? You could say, God has been so kind to you in that. I saw his kindness to me when, and then finish that. Another common topic is pain and suffering. You could say, yes, I understand how that really hurts. When I have hurt like that, I'm so glad that God comforts me. I feel his comfort. Often he sends people to comfort me. And then you can tell a story about that. When the conversation is about high expectations, perfectionism, you could say, I am so glad God does not expect perfection from me. What a relief it is to know how he loves me just as I am. What about anger that comes up? You're angry at someone. That person is angry. You could say, I love the way God is changing me from the inside out. Not too long ago, I would have been so upset by that. But now when I'm angry or hurt, and then you tell what he has done for you since then. If the subject of church comes up and the other person says, I don't go to church, you could say, going to church is not what it's really about for me. I just find that the closer I get to Jesus, the more content my heart is and, and you finish that story. 
Does that give you ideas? You could probably think of several more. The point is that you can think through some conversation starters and transitions that lead into sharing some part of your story. Ask the Spirit to give you boldness and opportunity to use them. You can go to my website, the Disciple Making page, and download the Prepare to Share booklet, which includes the Conversation Transitions worksheet. As we reach out to the unchurched around us, we will run across people who have had a bad experience with Christians or the church, or see something in the news that gives Christianity a black eye. How do we respond to that? Someone shared with me four things to keep in mind as we relate to that person. First, do not be defensive. Acknowledge that, yes, there are hypocritical Christians who are serving themselves more than serving God. Remind them there are fakes in every area of society. Few people would stop cheering for a favorite football team just because of a corrupt player. Remind them that the good news is about Jesus, not about Christians. It is about a relationship with someone who loves them dearly and then introduce them personally to Christians who do live for Christ. So, you counter negative comments by being prepared with positive comments of your own, as in the conversation transitions we just talked about. And you must be ready to share the gospel facts. The gospel message is good news. It is very simple. God made it that way. You do not need to know every aspect of theology to share the gospel. The gospel is an announcement to the world of an accomplished fact. What God set out to do for humans, He accomplished. Salvation is available on the basis of a single condition. That one condition is faith in Jesus Christ. Let us talk about what faith is. The word faith means a belief, trust, and commitment of mind and heart to someone or something. Faith is intelligent. That means first you need to know about that something or someone. It is based on information about the object of your faith. Faith is also decisive. It involves the element of assent or agreement that the information about that someone or something is true. Faith requires an act of the will. Any conscious choice that involves trust or dependence on someone or something requires a deliberate action to trust the information and act on it. It is the difference between walking alongside a pool of water, seeing it is there, and jumping into the water, experiencing the water personally. Faith begins with knowing the truth about someone. The gospel facts reveal the truth. The listener has to agree with that information, to agree it is true. Then the response is an act of the will, a commitment to trust in that information. As I mentioned in the last podcast, it is the job of believers to communicate the gospel. It is the job of the Holy Spirit to convert the heart. You and I are to simply communicate the truth. In order to do that effectively, you need to learn and practice a simple way to share the gospel message so you'll be ready when given an opportunity. Do you remember how someone shared the gospel message with you? What have you used to share the gospel message with others? Paul wrote this in Romans chapter 10. As it is written, 
How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Bring that good news to those on your pray and love list and other connections you have made where there is opportunity to share the gospel. You have been entrusted with the gospel. It is a treasure you can share with others. So I suggest you choose a simple presentation of the gospel to memorize and have ready to use when the Spirit of God gives you the opportunity in your daily life. Speak it aloud to yourself several times so you know it well without really having to think about it. Ask the Spirit to give you boldness and opportunity to share this with someone soon. You can go to my website, the Disciple Making page, and download the Prepare to Share booklet, which includes three ways to share the gospel facts. Read through them and choose the one that you want to learn. After sharing the facts, invite her to pray a simple prayer along with you, something like this. Thank you, God, for loving me and for sending your son Jesus to die for my sins. I trust in Jesus Christ to be my personal Savior. I accept your gift of forgiveness for my sins. I turn my life over to you. Thank you for your goodness to me and your gift of eternal life. Amen. Now, if she does that, celebrate with her and then give her this assurance. As soon as you trust in Christ to be your Savior, you begin a loving relationship with Him. You begin your faith walk. You receive complete love and acceptance by God as your Father. You receive treasure that is yours to know and experience for the rest of your earthly life. When you trust in Christ, He is in your life forever. You will never be without Him, ever. We have covered several ways to connect with non-believers and share the gospel with them. Commit your fears to Jesus. Trust Him to give you the opportunity to share His good news with at least one person. If you do not feel confident, that is okay because you will depend on Him more. Feel free to say, I know I cannot do this on my own, Lord Jesus, but you can do this through me. I will trust you. Ask Him to help you live dependently on Him and to recognize the opportunities He gives you to share what you have practiced. Ask Him to do His part, which is to draw people to Himself. Ask Him to help you be ready to do your part, which is to introduce Him to those He draws. Trust Jesus to help you do this. Then watch what He does. What do you do when that person trusts in Christ? Establish is the next phase in the process of disciple-making. New believers need to be established in their faith. That is the subject of the next podcast in this Lifestyle Disciple-Making series. Join me for Episode 6. Follow Jesus as you leap into Lifestyle Disciple-Making. Jesus' followers become disciple-makers. Until next time, I am Melanie Newton, and this is Series 17 of Satisfied.